Welcome to another episode of the Handmade Business Diary by Craft Savvy Market. So we are talking to you today. We're in season two and we're talking to you about uh, just a winning season, having a winning season for your business. And today's episode is hosted by John Day. And Seattle Me, two of the four co-founders of Craft Savvy Market. Yeah, we are so excited for this second season. We are all about winning. So that's what we're going to be talking about. We really want to see your business win. So, Jande, tell us, how do you finish strong? <laughs> so when we talk about finishing strong, we are talking about starting a project, having a successful run, and finishing it with more purpose, more energy, more focus, and more an increase. And so your increase could be in profit. It could be your audience uh, increase, your visibility increase. So it really depends on how you choose to define a win, but we're saying finish the project and uh, have a win at the end. And at the end of the day, if you finish the project worse or whatever task you were doing, then Perhaps you really did not finish strong. So, you know, it might be a project, a launch, uh, you're going into, you know, first quarter, second quarter, regardless of whether that task or that project is big or small. We want you to finish. We want you to finish strong, finish feeling great and feeling like you can still contribute more to your business. So um, what... um, You know, I I mean, of course, we're talking about finishing strong. There's, you know, I think of like market days, you know, or like when you have a um, pop up to do, you know, Mm -hmm. you put all this energy into it. You're, you know, you're making all this stuff, you know, the weeks leading up to it. Or if, if you're like some of us, the night leading up to it, you stay up all night, you go to the pop up and then you are depleted when you come home. Like you're no good for another week or so. Did you really finish strong? Did you really win in that case? And so, you know, we're thinking, we're talking about all those aspects that go into when I finish it, I don't want to feel like I have to be knocked out for another week before I can recuperate to come back to do something else. So, you know, what, it, what, what um, can you add to that, Sarah, about finishing strong? Um, I just love the part about how you feel, because it is important that you Yes, that we definitely want to see the increase. But if you're feeling yucky about yourself or you cut off from everyone in your life after this project, then I don't know if that is really finishing strong. So, you know, when I did some research, I just found that um, really defining what a successful finish is to you is so Mm -hmm. important. So it starts with your goals, not just any goals, but to make sure your goals are clear and measurable. If you just say, you know what, I want to get paid. I mean, yeah, we all want to get paid versus (laughs) seeing, I want to have a thousand dollars in my bank account by the end of first quarter. So that is being specific. So we're talking about having goals. We're talking about having goals that are clear and goals that are measurable. And we're also talking about just thinking about, Um, Just your tone, your overall tone. I read somewhere where they said that there's a reason the president has the first 100 days in office because Mm. it's so critical that you set that tone. So Mm -hmm. when you come out the gates, whether you're launching a product or you're you're doing a market or whatever your um, your um, plan is to to finish strong, that you want to come out the gate strong. Think about your attitude. Think about what tone you want to set. And those are things you have control of. So we're really just talking about finishing strong with your goals, finishing strong with your your attitude and just your overall outlook. 
So, Janne, you know, anything else you think we could share with them about this? No, I mean, I think it's important to know what you're trying to do. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, the example of, I, you know, I just want to get paid. I want to make money. But, you know, how exactly can you get there? I think when you're unclear about what you're trying to do, you're more likely to be depleted or not feel accomplished at the end of it because you're not really sure what it is that you're doing. So you wouldn't know if you reached it and you reached it strong, you wouldn't know because you're not really clear on it. So, um, so I think that's, that's also important. I think something else that we can add to this about finishing strong is to really think about what's driving you or your business, what's motivating you or your business? Uh, who is your, what is your why? What is your, or who is your who, I guess, is, this will be the way to ask it. But, you know, your why would be your motivation for finishing strong. You know, your who for, for believers, who, who are you out here to represent? Or, you know, some people will say, you know, um, you know, and I think a lot, th- a lot of this has to do with your own personal story, Right. Because, you know, I've talked to handmade, um, handmade makers who will say, you know, I started this business because my daughter was struggling with X, Y, Z. And so my business started out of a need from my own family. And so that might be your who is that you're you're also trying to help people who are in that situation, just like your daughter. But I think it's important to consider what and and why you're doing what you're doing you know for some of us is you know we want our faith you know we believe we are christians at crafts abbey market in case you didn't know but (laughs) we want to represent you know christ as best as we can and so with that in mind we're going to always put forth you know the our best foot we're always going to consider you know what that looks like as business owners and how we treat people and how we treat each other and things like that. So, you know, writing down your why, um, maybe that could be a scripture that maybe that could be having a conversation with someone in your life, someone in your family, uh, that will help you to remember why you're doing this. Because when you don't know why you're doing it, it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to get frustrated. It's easy to give up because, you you're just kind of trying to do something but when you keep that focus in front of you it makes it i don't want to say easier but you're more likely to keep pushing through and to keep trying to achieve your your goal so um do you want to add anything to that sada no that's good i mean i i I like um just really staying focused on why you're doing this because you can can lose sight of it when things come your way Mm -hmm. so if you have that drive What's pushing you, your who, you know, just keeping Christ ahead of you versus and your why. Why am I even doing this? That's so key. So I know one thing I learned, too, is just about systems, mm-hmm. evaluating your systems, considering if something needs to be changed. And when we say systems, we're talking about processes. How do you do things? Because sometimes we go about into projects. We don't have a plan. We don't have a process. We're just kind of doing it. We don't mm-hmm. see what's working, what's not working. So that's one thing to encourage you to do, to say, what is currently working in my business? What is a plan or a process I have in place that is working? What has worked in the past? What has helped me achieve success? Mm-hmm. Um, so that requires you reviewing whatever procedures you have, you know, how do you post on social media? How do you roll out um, maybe a marketing plan is, are those systems working? So to take a minute as you launch, 
um, to finish strong, to really take a moment and review the processes you have, the procedures you have and see, is this working? Did this work for me a few months ago? Do I need to make some changes? And to even ask yourself, um, what personal commitments do I have that might impact my overall energy level. Cause if you know that you have something big, if you're planning a wedding and you want to launch, probably not the best time to <laughs> launch because your wedding is going to take all of your time. So yeah. to really do a full consideration for what systems you have in place and really just your life overall, is this yeah. a good time to do this? Um, and to consider if you need help, one of the things that we really appreciate for our market is that we have volunteers. We got to go to those volunteers early and ask for help. You can't come to someone like two nights before, hey, can you help me with this? Mm -hmm. You got to give some consideration for your help. So, you know, another thing is just to consider your systems, consider what's happening in your life and consider who you can get um, help from. So that's one thing. No, that's good. Um, As we talk about finishing strong so that, you know, looking at how you do things is super, super important. I think I think this one, this next one also fits in with systems, if you will, but that's, you know, planning things, you know, so it's great to be like spur of the moment, you know, and, and I think there's room for that from time to time for us to, you know, just wake up and do something, but there's value in setting plans for your business. So you want to think about setting up, you know, a marketing calendar, uh, setting up a plan for you know, your social media posts or setting up, you know, a strategy for how you're going to reach people who are interested in your product or reach your audience. So again, while there's some value in having a great idea on the spur of the, at the spur of the moment, you really need to think about how can I plan for some of this stuff and then insert you know, a spur of the moment thing every now and then, but everything about your business cannot be spur of the moment. I need to post in 30 minutes. Oh my gosh, what am I about to post? You know, think about email marketing. You know, I, I think one of the things I do, um, whether, you know, and, and again, we're all at different stages in our businesses, but one of the things I do typically at some point at the beginning of the week or at the end of the week is I think about, you know, how am I going to be reaching out to people um, through my email list or um, social media calendar or whatever that may be. Um, I just wrote a wrote and published a book. And so, you know, my husband said to me the other day, man, every time I go on social media, I see you there. And I'm like, yeah, I just wrote a book. I can't just be like, the book is sitting there. So, you know, you have to have a plan for how people are going to hear about your product or whatever it is that you're doing. So, you know, that may be your email marketing, your social media calendar, and let's not overthink some things. Like literally I sit with a planner or a sheet of paper and I write out Monday through, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I think about what you know, what am I focusing on this week or what can I share with my audience? And of course, you know that as, you know, makers, you don't want everything to be by my product, by my product. Mm -hmm. So think about ways you can diversify Mm -hmm. the information you share with them. Your advertising, you know, you know, do you need to run campaigns or are there people you can reach out to to get your business name out there? 
you know, texting your family and friends. This is also a way to get your product out or to get your, 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 um, events. If you're having something, you know, so think about, um, some of those things. If you're at the stage where you can work with influencers, how are you going to present that information? When are you going to reach out to them? Because all this thing takes time. It's not something I can just do today and expect somebody to get back to me in 30 minutes. Like, I'm going to have to build time for them to respond for them, you know, for us to go back and forth. So think about all of those things as you think about finishing strong that will help you finish strong. And so, you know, planning ahead of time will just really help you free up yourself to have that energy at the end of the day and not feel like, you know, by the end of the week, it's like, I don't have anything else to say because I just put it all out there. But if you take a few minutes, a few maybe an hour and and set some of these things into play, it will help you at the end of the project not to feel drained. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I think another thing we can add to that planning aspect is really looking at your, what you can afford. Okay. (laughs) Because money money will stress you out if you allow it to, um, doing projects that you, you, you really put you back in the hole will definitely be Mm -hmm. a way that you will not finish strong. Okay. So you really want to think about, um, putting the finances out there. What can I afford? Um, what are the costs associated with what I'm trying to do? Um, what are some of the issues I may run into with this? You know, um, what sacrifices am I going to have to make in order to make this happen? If I have a savings you know, am I willing to take some out of my savings or do I want to build up more income before I, before I tackle this, this project or this task? So it really helps to think about financially. What can I do? We all have big goals, you know, listen, I want to travel around the world, but can I do that right now at this moment without some stressful implications on my finances, perhaps, not not right now, mm-hmm. but I can plan and do the things that I can afford to do, you know, so that yeah. is not a big stress on me. So, you know, a budget, um, you know, there are lots of apps that you can just put on your phone yeah. and actually even banks now have it where you just input your information and they'll analyze stuff for you and tell you, you know, where you might need to tighten up or where you're spending a lot so that you can make room to afford some of these things. If you are able to get somebody to audit some of your, um, or you can do it, look at some of your past financial decisions to see if they made sense. You know, I mean, you know, some things you did, it's like, I didn't gain anything from there. I sell on Etsy just to share a quick example. And they did this big promotion, not to put Etsy out there, but they did this big promotion about marketing and them running ads for you. And I think I did it maybe a couple of months And so they show, you know, I went in there one time, one day and they showed me how much I had put into ads and then they tell you how many clicks you got, how many sales resulted from these ads. And it was very little. (laughs) And I was like, stop the ads. Thank you. I won't be making that decision. Not right now. Maybe y'all need to tighten up what that looks like. But in that case, just by me looking at that data, I could see that it wasn't helping me any. I was bringing more traffic in from what I was doing yeah. than from what they were doing. So just simple things like that will help you, you know, at the end of the day, not feel like 
your dream, mm-hmm. not feel like you don't have anything else to give to your business. So I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Seattle. No, that's good. I mean, I think the pattern here is just to to plan and to review. <laughs> There's no yeah. such thing as setting anything automatic and letting it run on its own. Yeah. I mean, just a quick thing, just for a craft savvy market for budget, we have to set a budget for per market because you have to know in advance what you can do. You can't just mm-hmm. go out and just spend advertising dollars without saying, wait, wait a minute, how much do we have? So as much as you can budget and plan, that is so key. One more thing I was going to share real quickly before we wrap it up, was just a, like a mindset audit to really think about before you um, launch a product to finish strong, what are some things that within yourself that you may need to release? Sometimes we have such negative mindsets before we even start. We think, oh, this is not going to work. Nobody's going to buy this product. Those are things we just want to release or at least evaluate before we start something, because maybe maybe everything is not a fail. Maybe at the end of the project, you're like this was a fail, but maybe you weren't willing to have an open mindset to say, you know what, this was not a fail. It may not have gone as planned, but what can I learn from? So just having an open mindset to think about um, what are some things that that negative thoughts that you may need to maybe assess before you start the project. What are some self-care practices to build in? It's so important to build in Mm self-care in advance. You know, do you need to take extra bubble baths? Do you need to go to Starbucks a few times? Do you need your journal? What are some self-care things you can put in? And, Mm -hmm. um, and what do you need to say no to? This is so important. Some of us, it's hard to say no, but sometimes it's like, if your life is packed full, you're going to launch something, something has to go. So there may be something have to say no to a friend, or whatever it may be for this season. Mm -hmm. So one quick thing I'll share um, is just counting the cost. I had a a project I did a few years back where I did a launch and I learned from that launch that I really should have counted the cost in advance. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when you don't count the cost before a project, it can take you down. So Mm -hmm. you have to ask yourself, what are some costs I'm unwilling to pay for this project to be a success? Maybe um, there's some things in your life you're like, you know what, I'm drawing the line here but you want to count those things in advance. So just something to think about to really do a mindset audit um, as to, as to how you're going to finish, how you're going to finish strong. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And the final thing we want to, you know, throw in here about finishing strong is consider a celebration plan. How will you celebrate yourself, your work, the things that you've put in, how will you celebrate it regardless of the outcome? You know, maybe that's a dinner, maybe it's a trip, Maybe it's a walk in the park, whatever it may be. Maybe that's, you know, hanging out with friends or, or like you said, self-care. But how can you celebrate this work that you put in? OK, because regardless of, you know, you've done your part, the other things, some of it were, was out of your control. So you still want to celebrate what you've been able to put in. You know, if you have an accountability partner, you know, work with them, you know, as if they held you accountable, you did your at your end of the deal. So you don't want to discount, especially if we feel like it wasn't successful. You don't want to discount what you've put into um, what you've put into the project. Okay. So don't only focus on like the negatives or this didn't work and this didn't work. Look at what did work. Look at what you were able to do. Maybe you didn't gain 500 followers, but you know, you really learned a lot about, you know, just that social media platform, you know, that's, that's a win. That's something to celebrate. So I just say, think about celebrating your, your, your progress and your growth. And, um, 
I don't know if you had anything else to share, Sarah, before we summarize. No, just really, um, just to really wrap all this up, at the end of the day, we're talking about finishing strong. Just have a plan in place. Have a plan in place. Review the plan and just have a really open outlook. Um, things may not go as you plan, but it's still a win because you learn something along the way if you're willing to do it. So we want to see you finish strong. We want to see whether it's your podcast, you're launching a product, you're rolling out. Q, Q1, whatever it may be, we want to see you finish strong. We hope that you will plan, reflect, and just be open that great things can happen. Everything you do, it may not go like you wanted to go, but it's still a win. So, Johnny, can mm-hmm. you tell them where they can find us before we wrap up? Absolutely. You can find us on various social media platforms. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook at Craft Savvy Market and other platforms. We're always going to be at Craft Savvy Market. You can also join our email list. If you're not on our email list, please be sure to like and subscribe this and subscribe to this podcast and share it with somebody who, you know, can benefit from this information. If you are a handmade business or you're considering starting a handmade business, our community um, is here to support you, to encourage you on your handmade journey. And we also have a Facebook group called Makers Making Moves that we aim to just, again, build community and establish some accountability for your business. So that is where you can find us. And um, Seattle. Anything else? No, that's it. Until we see you, we'll see you again at the next episode. Take care. See you next time. Bye-bye.